views and opinions expressed in this program belong to the individual speaking. At FXBG Public Radio, we believe that free speech means the freedom to openly disagree. If you disagree with any expressed view or opinion, we welcome a civil discussion. Thank you for listening to FXBG Public Radio. C-Y-A. Charlie Yanko, Yankee Alpha. UK likes doing that stuff. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. He's like, Madman's going to say something, and somebody's going to tell me about it. And I don't want to hear this stuff. It's not me. Take it up with Madman. Take it up with Madman. So this is just to generally just cover our asses. Yeah, we're we're growing. We've got so many new shows that are starting in September and so many shows that started this month that, uh, you know, every every piece of growth means a growth of liability so well, now i'm kind of disappointed because i thought there was going to be some topic that was going to be brought up that was just going to be controversial it's like oh shit no, it's going to get deep today just to catch all cya it's i don't know maybe eric uh looked over my articles for today who knows he knows he might chime in at a certain point okay intro greetings hello hello i'm the madman i'm here with the hill hippie Say hi, Hill Hippie. Hi, Hill Hippie. <laughs> and EK is here. Uh, Hiding in the background, but here. Yeah, he's here. Worried about covering his ass. Put on some pants. It's been so hot, though. So hot. You got to tell me about <laughs> it. My balls still hurt. It's been so hot. So, I mean, we're, we have to turn off all the fans because, you know, we can't. Uh, you don't want that hum in the background, so we're all in here like soaking wet, and I'm in my tank top, my wife beater, and, <laughs> and that's it, you know. Oh, God, don't even tell me. I wore this new Bob Ross T-shirt I got from Walmart. I got a turtle neck and chain, nothing else. Thank God you're behind me. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm sitting below the desk. <laughs> Bob Ross? Yeah, it's just this white T-shirt with the... Uh, a printed version, not of his actual face, but, you know, a drawing of his face done in tie-dye. says, good vibes only, and it's a white T-shirt. I start work at 7 o'clock. By 7.30, poor Bob was drowned. <laughs> it was that hot. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. Happy little trees were flooded. <laughs> it's been so hot, and this heat wave is going to keep coming. It's like three or four more days, right? Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I'm going to spend a lot of time editing video <laughs> in an air-conditioned house. I think I think that's what I'm going to do this week. Because I, I mean, I've done, I've done a lot of videos last week, too. So be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Look for Madman Lowercase. You figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. How was your weekend, man? What would you do this weekend other than sweat? <laughs> oh, uh, Saturday I did some... Uh, Yard work? No, I saved that for Sunday. Oh, okay. The, uh, well, the majority of the yard work I saved for Sunday anyway. And, uh, I played a little Sea of Thieves. Right. You yeah. got that now. Yeah, yeah. Is it awesome? I tell you what. Right now, I'm not a fan. Okay. If I had some people, you know, like if I had buddies that I could play with online, I could see it being a lot more fun. But... I get into a group and there's always some stupid asshole or some squeaker. Well, and I've got nothing against wrong with kids, but typically the jackasses you find on games like that, the little kids, are just mommy and daddy ain't around. I'm gonna act like a retarded adult cursing and trying to do stupid crap. And it's like, nope, I am done playing with you. 
So here I am, one person trying to run a two-man ship, <laughs> trying to run around, and it, it's just frustrating. I had my ship stolen one day. Yeah, that that can happen from time to time. I know. It happened. Yeah. Um, why don't you play solo? The, from my understanding, it's the four-man ship, three-man ship, and the two-man ship. Yeah. That's what I do. I get the two-man ship, and I uh, make the group private. So here I am, one person trying to run the two-man ship. It's not that hard. Running the ship's not that hard, but you know, then you're running around. You're all these skeletons are popping up. You're trying to fight the skeletons. You get bit by a snake. Next thing you know, you've got the treasure chest. You're running back, and somebody's done stole my ship. Well, shit. So I go to swim out to the little blue mermaid, which is not even a mermaid. It's a merman, big old grizzly beard. Just I don't want to swim towards you. Go out there to get back to get a new ship, and he's still on. And the snake venom kills kills me. On the way out there, so I reincarnate on my ship that these assholes are on. Yeah. They instantly start attacking me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, I, if I had a group of friends to play with, it'd be a much more enjoyable game. So that was my Sea of Thieves experience. I played okay. a couple other different games, and I got a, some stuff done. You wouldn't last one day in the Navy. No, that's why I, you, you piece of maggot shit, get down there and scrub those latrines. Fuck you. <laughs> Dishonorable discharge. Yeah, I wouldn't do well in the military. Yeah, because you'd dishonorably discharge him for calling him latrines in the Navy. The head. That's right. You want me to... So that that's something else that would bother me, too, and get me thrown out. You want me to scrub your head with a toothbrush? Dude, sexual harassment! On a pirate ship. <laughs> but, uh... Okay. Uh, Saturday, I also went over to my brother's house, finished my monstrous laminar flow hood. What's that? Is that something for your car? No, it's for my uh, mushrooms. Oh. It's the air, the uh, air scrubber I built. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so. <sighs> it's so big, I can barely carry it around. And I've already, once I've got here, I was already t- I was telling EK, I was like, I, I've already starting to make plans to make it bigger. <laughs> oh, man. It's because there's a couple additions I can make that could just make it easier to move around, be more beneficial, make it more self-sustaining versus having to require, uh, rely on other pieces of furniture. Okay. Stupid shit like that. Then okay. Sunday was all day out in the yard. Yeah, I noticed the yard, so. Yeah, Sunday wasn't that bad, though. Sunday yeah, was... Sunday wasn't as bad as it yeah. is today or even yesterday. Yeah. In the next couple of days, probably. <laughs> and what was amazing to me between yesterday and today was there was only a couple degrees difference in temperature. Yesterday was slightly cooler feeling, but it had 100% humidity. Today was ungodly unbearable, and it was 64% humidity. Yeah. It's just those three degrees difference was just enough to go from, all right, this kind of sucks to, holy shit, somebody shoot me. Yeah, it's the... uh the humidity when it's high like that, then you're not uh, the sweat's not evaporating. No, you know? it ain't going nowhere. And that's why you're soaked head to toe. Mm-hmm. Probably chafed. No, probably. <laughs> that's a definitely. I know how it is working in those conditions. Hell, I was in the Navy. We had summers in the Navy. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> when you get no, you get out like ten miles out to sea. Summers stop existing. Mm-hmm. It's all fall. Yeah. Then you get, then they start taking you down to Antarctica, to where they can fi- uh, get you to the secret entrance to Agartha, and it's cold. You get to that 
circle and it starts warming back up to 70 and 80 degrees. It's nice. Sometimes it, get, sometimes it gets hot in Agartha. That's what I hear. Okay, well, I got a little section set aside for Hill Hippie's Garden. We didn't hear about your weekend. Uh, no, I stayed inside, and actually, I didn't do anything. I felt like I busted my ass last week, you know, four videos, and it's like, I guess, like, four nights last week, I was here at the studio doing something, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of just farted around. I watched videos on YouTube, like, uh, there's so many, like, I made, like, 12 packs of cigarettes. Because I make my own cigarettes mm-hmm. and watched a sh- like every Rick and Morty episode I could find, <laughs> and it was everything I always wanted it to be. So I'm, I was recharged today when I wanted to start working on the you know our podcast tonight. Right on. Now I'm charged because I I think I might go home and edit some videos and stuff after uh, uh, posting the podcast to Patreon and uh, the uh, what's that called the RSS feed. Ah. So after all that, I might even. Post some more videos tonight. Who knows? It's all because I recharged my batteries yesterday, and that was pretty much my weekend. I was just staying inside. Right on. Oh, I gotta say, based since I downloaded the game for you to eventually try, I watched one of Ghost Wolf's games videos. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the second one. Yeah. And then I stopped watching them. Why? Critical hats? No. Because they're fucking boring. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're beautiful. They're just watching. It's just watching these people play video games. Yeah, for an hour, I was doing other stuff in the background, and I still got bored by it. Wow, <laughs> I have a weird attention span. Apparently so. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> My microphone. <laughs> this is why Ek says never touch him. <laughs> this is why he says never touch him. Yeah, it fell, it fell out of the clip, so. My bad. Anyway, that was my weekend. Hill Hippies Gardens, tell me about it. What All you right. got tonight? Well, as I was refreshing myself on this while we were outside, uh, it's a screen uh, film theory about uh, Back to the Future. Didn't have, really have enough time to do a whole lot of research for something interesting and scientific and fun, so I... Of course not. I had to do something different. <clears throat> Got to make it playful. Not all of it has to be all so serious all the time. But Back to the Future movies. There's three of them, right? That I know of. There could be a potential fourth. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that? Well, the theory of this movie is, or this video, is that... Uh, Eric's. No, no, no. I have something. I'm going to let you finish. I have Go something ahead. else. Go ahead. Okay. Is that uh, it talks about how many times would Marty McFly died in the movies? Fifteen. That's why EK got excited. I've heard this theory a bunch of times. Right, but how cool would it be to see the fourth movie, which is goes around based on this theory of Doc Follow, Brown following Doc around, saving all these or seeing all these dead uh, Martys. Yeah, seeing the uh, Marty uh, fail at what he's doing. Then, uh, oh shit, I got to go back in time here and do this, and go back in time and do that. In, in Back to the Future Two, when Marty jumps off the building and then hovers back up on the gull wing of the DeLorean that the Doc is driving, he was on the hood. There had, or was he on the hood? Yeah, uh, you couldn't he, but, stand on that. But thing. the gull wing was open, right? It was open. Yeah. But you, because you could see the Doc. The point is that had to have failed once. Yeah. yeah. 
and then Doc came back at the right time. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, when Biff was going to run him over in the uh, right in the tunnel. Right. Was, you know, logically, he would have went to the other end of the tunnel thinking, okay, the cars are going this direction. How would he know to come back and then drop the, the flag rope if he hadn't seen Marty become squishy stuff on the pavement? The, there was a band name that in the band name game that uh, Mike from GGR and I play, that was something like 15 Dead Mortys or 15 Dead Martys or something like that. It's funny that you had that Freudian slip because Rick and Morty, the show, is kind of pretty much based upon that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, because um, they, they talk about the multiple timelines, they talk about the, the Mortys that lost their Rick or the Ricks that lost their Mortys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they I'm, talk about all that. Now I'm. A little more intrigued by the show. I might actually have to take time to watch it. Oh, it's worth it. It's so worth it. Especially if you love that. It's very intelligent humor, too, and like yeah. a lot of subtle jokes that you'll miss the first time, and you watch it the second time. It's like, how did I miss that? Yeah. Um, so when you said there might be a Back to the Future 4, um, I immediately was reminded of something very important. Okay. Our, Madman, our dreams are coming true. Okay. What's that? The sequel is happening. Are you talking about the Big se- Trouble in Little China? The two? sequel is happening. Big Trouble in Little China too, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my God! And it is a continuation, not a remake. So it is a sequel and not a redo. And I am—I couldn't be more excited. Like when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is terrible. They're just rehashing an old thing and they're gonna ruin it." And then they said the Rock was starring in it. I was like, "Oh, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it now." Um, but yeah. I don't think they're calling it Egg's Revenge, though. That's a shame. So they didn't steal our idea. Well, but... we'll see how the opening scene goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, see, we'll see what the opening scene is. But as soon as you said there's going to be a Back to the Future 4, I was reminded that I was so I'm kinda, excited. I'm kind of pissed because I wrote that little like one-page like teaser trailer. No, forever ago. Forever ago. And I'm just like, if it opens up the same way that if there's anything Dude, that's copied, I'm suing the you shit I'm saying, of we're, we'll have it made. <laughs> I'm suing the shit out of it. We them. have an audio recording of that conversation. <laughs> so just listen here to the Pork Chop Express. You got to ask yourself if you're the kind of guy that uh, shakes the pillars of heaven. You got to wonder. You probably ended up on somebody's list <laughs> right after toilet paper and milk. <laughs> Jack Bird, speeding, speeding north out of San Francisco, is talking to a CB. He's going right back to work, you know. Right, and and meanwhile, that you have to recollect the beginning of the movie where he's on the CB and he's running his. Yeah. Ma- is that the beginning of the movie? That should be. Or is it the end? That's where I'd start it. But but when does it take place in the timeline of the movie? Are you seeing the end of the movie at the very beginning? No, I guess we got to wait for them to call me and say we need you to, for the script. We need you. We need you for the script. Or we got to go wait and go see the movie and then be horribly disappointed because the fucking rock is in it. I don't know, dude. I really like the rock. I know you do. You saw Jumanji, right? No. (laughs) No. I know I've never said this before, but the redhead in Jumanji is incredibly attractive. (laughs) Never. Not once. I know I've never said that. There's only one redhead in my heart. She played Nebula. There's only... Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. The redhead she in Jumanji played Nebula. Yeah. Shit, now i got to go see it. Yep. Is it on Netflix? 
It's on one of them. Okay, I'll look for it. It's it's a, actually a good watch, more for Kevin Hart and Karen oh Gillian oh, than it right. is Kevin Hart's in it. Yeah, he's right. so hilarious. The, oh. b- between uh, him and the Rock. Well, Jack Black. Oh yeah. Jack Black's in it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess I It's a crucial see. cast, and, and like you think, okay, Jumanji, this, okay, really? And then you watch it, and this is more entertaining than the first one. Way more entertaining. I'm sure it is. It, it would have to be. It, and it was. It sounds like... <laughs> there Ju- might have been a Jonas Brother in it, too. I don't... Right? Wasn't the... In your, Who are you thinking? Would you recognize that extra standing in the background? No. See, that's the question I'm asking you. I see what you're getting at. Uh, Is that a Jonas brother in the back there? There's something wrong with you if you could spot him. No, he wasn't an extra. He was a character. But you haven't seen it, so I also don't want to give anything away. (sighs) Moving on. Meanwhile, back in the back Yeah, that's very very much like uh, all the deaths of Marty McFly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that I wonder if, um, if Doc Brown ever thought for a second, like after maybe two... That that's just Marty's destiny. Yeah, I could do this without him. <laughs> it would be way easier but, without him. But he also owes him a life debt, so therefore he can't. What is he, a Wookiee? Come on, man. Wait, hey, well, let's not rule out the fact that Doc Brown is kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. He, he gave a ball full of pinball parts to known yeah. terrorist organizations. He really put all his eggs in that basket of completing and successfully get testing that For time real, machine. in that exact moment. <laughs> if he failed at making that time machine, he was screwed. And there was no going back to get another Marty. Like, yeah. that's it. That was that was the that was the event zero, man. That was... <laughs> and meanwhile, his crazy ass was, was like taunting terrorists, and he was laughing about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I said I gave him a thing with old pinball parts. <laughs> In in fairness, though, he had to, he did see a successful test of the time machine before that. Yes, he saw. How about the fact that uh he comes back at the end the the thing with the no Marty, it's your kids, they're assholes. Like you went, but you had to come back and get Marty to bring him to the future that hasn't happened yet. Why did, why didn't you get the to Marty s- from that time to save right? his children from becoming assholes? How about you spend just a little bit more time? I almost said silence your cell phones. Before spend just we went a little bit more time. <laughs> On fucking uh, working with young Marty than going into the future and saying, wow, Marty, you grow up and you turn out to be a terrible father and your kids are douches. Like, what? Doc, maybe you should hang around so this doesn't happen. Don't leave, Doc. That's a good point. That's a good point. But you got the time machine. Well, I I have to sit around and not use my time machine? No, it's half the fun of having a time machine. But that's, that's what I mean. If Doc Brown leaves Marty's timeline to have his adventures across time as he had planned to do. I mean, that I mean, seriously, that's what he planned to do after he built it, you know? And so, but leaving Marty had, had such a profound effect on Marty that it turned his life to crap. And so Doc Brown actually needs to be there. He should never have, uh, for Marty's sake, he should never have <laughs> built the time machine. <laughs> after all, there's all the dead Martys to consider. Like the one that he gets in the uh, car accident with in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. So, in other words, Marty McFly was just screwed from the get-go. The universe did not want him around. I, I wonder if he just had this, like, natural affinity to hang out with Doc Brown because it's like, this is the only thing that could save my my DNA. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if you think about it, um, the idea of his parents getting together... Is highly unlikely. 
mm-hmm. especially in 1950s America. Right. You know, the the pretty girl and the nerdy, the socially awkward nerdy guy. You know, yeah. the timeline that existed before uh, the time machine actually did a successful test and changed both of their lives. That's the true timeline of Marty's life, where his older brother's still working at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad's still, you know, and they're stuck in this joyless marriage, and they're all poor, unambitious, and all bad stuff keeps happening in a to rut. them. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, it comes back and it's like, oh, you know, just this little bit they tweaked. You He's know? a successful author. Yeah, he's got successful money. author. They got money. You know, his, bro- his brother's got. Oh, I always wear a suit to the office. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, hey. Their lives got better because of it. And then the next movie is like, no, you can't buy a sports almanac. It's like, fuck you, Doc. I mean, every time we use a time machine, this is just the facts about time machines. Every time we use a time machine, we're fucking with time. Right. I don't want to hear it. Let's at least get rich off of this. See, that's the thing with Doc. He claims that he uh, wants to keep the timeline pure and unfucked with unless it benefits him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Like he had a remember he had a suitcase that was full of different currencies from different time zones and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, dude, you've already been fucking with time. Yep. If you're taking money, currency from other time zones, you can seriously fuck up with economies of the yep. world like that. You know? Think about that for a second. If you can go back in time and get like raw ore, like steel raw ore, like gold ore. Mm-hmm. And you get enough, pack the DeLorean full of it, and then you go like far, far, far in the future to a point where gold's at its peak in all of time. Mm-hmm. You sell it. You could, you'll create like four different timelines of crazy shit that's going to happen <laughs> after that. Yes, you'll be rich as fuck, but you destroyed the shit out of like currency, monetar- uh, monetary systems and stuff <laughs> like that. Where you unload that gold ore is where it's like you're just this catastrophe of finance. Right. <laughs> so whenever, All whenever you did that. crash. <laughs> exactly. And granted, you could pack the DeLorean full of uh, million-dollar bills and stuff like that, but where do you go from there? Right. You'd have to, in order to really enjoy it, you'd have to be stay in one timeline. No, you go to the timeline where the dollar's at its highest. Boom, 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 boom. Ba-dum-ching. And, but anything you spend in that timeline, you kind of gotta <laughs> stay in that timeline to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, maybe Doc already tried that. Maybe he already picked up a sports, sports almanac. That's why I'm saying there's a fourth movie in there. Well, since I obviously didn't get picked for the Big Trouble in Little China 2 movie script, <laughs> yeah, hey, some, some movie studio should get approached me for that. You know, when he said uh, that that reminded him that they're making the sequel, I thought he was all excited about the new Bill and Ted's Excellent uh, Adventure they're making a new Bill and Ted? Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> Is it the same guys? Yes. Really? Yeah. Even so, Bill S. Preston? Yep. yep. Esquire? Esquire. Yeah. Um, yeah they, 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 it's, Bill and, it's Bill and Ted 3, a poser looks at 40. Um, <laughs> you stole that from somewhere. No, that is legit no. off the cuff. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Oh man, you just named the episode. <laughs> Those are less forty. Um, so, <laughs> seeing as how we're in this this vein, I did see a fake one, which I was excited about, and then reality hit me. Yeah. Uh, a sister act, th- another sister act movie that is just, it's called The Nun, but it's a horror. 
And uh, so, like the first one, is it a musical horror? Uh, that, dude, that is exactly what I commented on the post. Is, is <laughs> if this isn't real and also a musical, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> Better be Sweeney Todd like a motherfucker. <laughs> but, the, but the poster has this picture, you know, Whoopi in the habit, and then there's like a cross, like 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 it's torn, uh, like diagonally across. I gotcha. And then on the top half is like a uh, like almost like a zombie nun. A zombie Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Was, yeah, a zombie Whoopi. That's awesome. <laughs> a wombie. I a zippy. Zippy. No. Wombie. Wombie sounds better. I'm not gonna try to create that hashtag. A and get it trending. <laughs> wombie. A whoopie? A whoopie. A whoopie. A, a guy named Zombie. Wh- whoopie Zeinberg. <laughs> oh, you're horrible. I'll stick with uh, Poser looks at 40. <laughs> yeah, I, I only, you, you I, peaked. I only I get one an episode. On one. Yeah, you shot your wad, man. <laughs> I only get one an episode. Sometimes none. So, sister act. Anyway, so that's very much Hill Hippie's Garden, I guess. That's what you get for bringing up stuff like that around us. Hey, that's what it's all about, creating conversation. You have anything else in your garden? No, no, no. Okay, well, I'm super pissed about my classic rock stations playing all these 90s grunge songs. Why? Because I fucking hated the 90s. Didn't you hate the 90s? No, I love the 90s. Fucking hated the 90s. I hate grunge music. I hate grunge music. And it should never, ever, ever, ever be shoehorned in between Led Zeppelin and Loverboy. You have now become old. Yes. It just happened. Perhaps. In front of our eyes and the listeners' ears. Turn the music down! <laughs> Damn kids play music at all hours. Listen to your iPods. He just became Gran Torino. <laughs> it doesn't fit, though. I just You can't fit, like, 90s songs into a playlist that's also 70s and 80s. It's just a completely different mood. And so, I mean, maybe I should just give up on FM. And I just, I don't know if I can because I used to work at FM radio station back in the 90s when all this music was out. You know, 90, I want to say 96, 97. Back when, I mean, I'm playing those crappy 80s songs, 90s songs. I mean, I was lucky that that station also played 70s and 80s hits. All that you want is another baby. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. You're welcome for the rest of your night. Uh, I think it was. <laughs> you scarred me enough mentioning Sister Act. Now you had to do that. Yeah. Thanks for putting Ace of Base back in my head. You know, what's funny is like when that song pops into my head in the oh, middle of the day, I can't help myself. I'll just be jamming, like just, just hanging out. And then all oh, that she wants is another baby. Well, I'm like that. Uh, so, a new I, kid. I, I, that, now I know why that guy was reaching into your bag. He was trying to find your balls. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different story. Unless you want to get into it. Is there time? Yeah, I, I had a thing I was gonna do, but that's okay. okay it's I'll, not. It's not interesting. It's not as interesting as your story. I'll keep, I'll keep it brief. Doesn't matter. That's what she said. Um, we're, we'll call this segment um, uh, "Meth and Misadventure." Meth uh, misadventure. Meth and misadventure. Uh, so, while in the South Point shopping area today. Uh, I, w- I had a bag in, in my cart and I had gone around the corner. I came back around the corner and I fi- find a gentleman with his hands inside my bag. Um, and I, your, I called him out on it. Your ball bag? Yes, my ball bag. Um, so I, call, I called him out. He said, hey, dude, get your, get your hands off my stuff. 
because um, this isn't. I'm not talking about like a shopping bag. This is like my backpack, my like my personal bag. It's sitting in the shopping cart. Your now. purse. I get it. Yeah, my man purse. I walked away from it for a moment. I come back. The guy's got his hands in my purse. Hey, that makes the story easier to follow. Fine. Um, so any human being, I feel, would have been a little taken aback by this situation. And, and sure, right. So I said something to him, and an innocent person would respond, "Oh, I'm sorry." I didn't know it was yours. My mistake. I saw it. It was there. It was sitting. And I just, I, but curiosity got the better of me. My bad. This is not how this person responded. I was looking for Tic Tacs. No, I was just checking to see if there was anything valuable inside the bag so I could turn it in uh, at the front of the store. Is that what he said? That is what he said. He's crazy. I was looking inside the bag to see if there was anything valuable. There... To take before I turn it in is like I found this person. Right, right. <laughs> So, <clears throat> he was half right, or half I, honest. He was looking for valuables. I was upset about it. So, I I definitely went around to the different departments, any, any sales associate I could find. I was like, look, this guy, I caught him red-handed, hands in my bag, keep an eye on him. Um, and I'm in the store for a while, so I noticed that the guy is not leaving. So, he's talking with the manager, and as I go to leave the store, I also pull the manager aside, and I'm like, hey, just want to give you a heads up. This is an experience that I had today. Um just because I knew I this made me uncomfortable. He touched my ball bag and had his hands in my purse. The manager, <laughs> the manager says, "Yeah, he came up and told us that he had his hands in your bag, and we were like, yeah, obviously he got upset and said something to you about getting your hands out of the bag, and he told all the people around that you were in his bag. He had every right to. If it was a woman's purse, would you have done the same thing?" And I was like, "Thank you, thank you. It's unacceptable to to go into someone's stuff." So meanwhile, I go out to the car, and this is when I call the madman because I noticed the guy is tailing me now. He's scared. He I am scared. Look, I'm he a little like, concerned. Come help me, man. Dude, man. meth heads are like superheroes. I know. <laughs> I, I could not take this dude. I, I am very aware of it. Even if he wasn't on meth. The, the, best, the best attack I might be able to get off on this guy is maybe getting a couple scabs off of his face before he takes me out. Maybe. Gross. I'm, I'm just pushing that meth. That meth train, right? Hard. Or you just take that bo- uh, bottle of vitamins you have in your bag, yes. and throw it to the side, and you're like, "Oh, pills!" and run pills off. Run. <laughs> right, my multivitamins. <laughs> a distraction. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> a week later, he's <laughs> like, "I feel so healthy." Right. <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> so uh, as I as I'm loading up the car, I'm on the phone with Madman, and and I'm telling the story to Madman loudly, and the guy kind of turns and heads the other direction. So I get in my car, I'm leaving the parking lot, and I watch the guy go across the parking lot on foot into the Walmart parking lot. So I was like, okay, well, I'm no longer in, in the parking lot of the store that I was at where the incident occurred. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to drive past the guy, and I'm going to snap a picture. Um, and, and I did. And, he's, and, and I wasn't trying to be discreet about it either. So like when I, when I drove up beside where he was walking to and barked the tire a little <laughs> to get his attention, he looked up, and I snapped a picture, and I got a full clear shot of his face. Um, which I plan on posting for everyone else's safety because this guy's got no problem going through my bag. I'm sure if you're shopping at the Target or wherever else down in the South Point Shopping Center and he finds your bag unattended, he'll have no problem reaching into that. The Internet is a wonderful thing, po- folks. It's a wonderful thing. I try not to shop in bad neighborhoods, first of all. Second of all, I don't carry a purse. Oh, I got too much crap to carry around. I know. There's Sometimes never enough room in your purse. Cargo pants don't always have enough pockets. And uh, yeah, it doesn't match your shirt. I understand. Hey, at least black it's matches not a everything. Fanny pack. My, my bag is black, and black goes with everything. <laughs> Shows how much you know about fashion. I can't wait for you to put it next to guy's picture on the website. That's awesome. It's vindictive as fuck. 
It is. You went in my bag, man. What's the subtitle? Have you seen my meth? <laughs> Can I ask you a meth chin? <laughs> um, Did he turn when he turned around and saw it was you, your bag that he was like looking into? Was he surprised you were male? Was he surprised to see <laughs> facial hair? I can't gauge the the nature of his surprise because I was not in his head. I don't know. I'm what, sure I'm, he was disappointed when he picked up the bottle of vitamins and realized that it was vitamins, vitamins and not something else. Ooh, Xanax? No. Oh. Fish oil. That's why he was going over to Walmart. He was like, there's more drug addicts in Walmart. The guy got really... <laughs> I, he, he was upset. He was upset because I caught him I caught him in the act. Poor Walmart. And so so he you know, dude threatened me. He was like, oh, you want to take this outside? You got something to say? Said, dude, I saw you in my bag. There's no way about this that you are the right person in this situation. You did something wrong, and you don't want to own up to it. That's fine. But I caught you, and you you lose. Sorry. That's that's what it is. Life's about winners and losers. You're a loser this time. Sorry, bro. But seriously, I mean, if you're if you're a drug addict and you're trying to steal drugs off a random citizen in a public place, you know, like Home Depot isn't the place to go looking for that. You for, know, or, or like you don't any, go to Bed Bath and Be- maybe you do go to Bed Bath and Beyond. To like any shopping store, like like large format shopping store, yeah, like, like Walmart or something. Ta- Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Gander Mountain, like these big open spaces. There's yeah. security. There's cameras. Like how how silly do you have to be one to try to shoplift in a place like this? Or desperate enough? Or, or that's it. Or two to meander around, dude. If you're trying to take something, and you get caught, be smart enough to fucking book it. Get out of there. You're caught. Move on to the next store. <laughs> What'd you say he was doing when he was just hanging around? He'd... Yeah, he was just floating around a store, like just pacing the aisles. It was the weirdest thing. And you know, uh, a Home Depot or a Lowe's like that is not a bad place to be looking for. Uh, prescription medication like that. Think about it, especially in the middle of the day. Guys who do uh, construction construction yeah. work, especially on the residential side, hardware stores in general. Right, I see what you're they saying. Will, they do damage to their body, so they would have yeah, some you sort get of pain pills. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. I guess I, it's just not the place I'd go looking for to steal drugs from an average person. So the, lo- logically, if I were a criminal I'm trying to put myself in these shoes. Walmart makes sense, and Target makes sense to a degree because they have pharmacies. Mm-hmm. And you might catch someone picking up their prescription and shopping in the store. Yeah, and like s- snatch. I could see it in that situation if you're a smart criminal, and even then, and criminal and light fingers, <laughs> light fingered. Right, because you know pill bottles bottles rattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's a story. Just I, the fact that dude, dude don't be. A don't thief? be so brazen, man. Don't be a thief. Like like like. Meanwhile, if. If you're struggling, I think that people need to drop. That's pride. That's pride fucking with you. Drop the ego. Ask people for help instead of stealing from them. You'd be surprised how many people, if you ask them the right way for help, will help you. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a homeless guy I saw in Key West. It says, why? He had us hold, holding up a sign. says, why lie? I need a beer. He was I'll buy, make, dude, I'll buy you a beer. Come, was, come with me. He was making more money than everybody. I'm sure. Uh, in Chicago, I saw this guy with a sign that says, won't lie. I need ransom money because uh, my girlfriend was stolen by uh, kidnapped by ninjas. Need money for ransom and beer. <laughs> I was like, if that's just elaborate enough. I know what you're buy- what you're going for. <laughs> Here you go. Need money to celebrate. The ransom is five thousand dollars, so it's five thousand twelve dollars. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to raise five thousand twelve dollars <laughs> because she's gonna be pissed when I bail her out, and I need a tiny yeah, be twisted. I- <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, the moral of the story is don't steal. Ask somebody for help if you need something. And don't steal from 
little manic guidos with, with purses. purses. <laughs> Again, at least it's not a fanny pack. Fair enough. I'm not opposed to fanny packs. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make you look better at this, EK. I'm on your side, buddy. <laughs> I most likely am not going to post the picture of the guy. However, I am going to... You can send it to... Send it to the store that yeah. the incident happened in so they have it for reference. Yeah. Um, because it is a clear image of a guy who, who obviously had negative motives for being in the store in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, the store in particular, I'm very familiar with. I shop there often. And I know that they have had a problem with specific corners of the store and some thieves that like to hit them over and over yeah, and over. Like and I said, they, bad neighborhood. They, and they can't catch them. They just can't catch them. And as soon as they catch them in the act, they can do something about right. it. But they got to catch them. They got to catch them. See, mm-hmm. I actually spotted the dude doing this. So I can turn in the picture and say, look, I'm your witness. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I saw this guy. And that, you know, saying, yeah. dude, the internet's a dangerous thing. And he's lucky that I'm not more vindictive. I might draw a picture of him. That's a little crazy. I might you no, know, just to like you know how I draw, like maybe a little stick figure of the like a little stick figure drawing of the incident going down. Uh, I thought you were just gonna draw a picture of a penis. He's uh, a dick. <laughs> or just just draw a picture of him and like stab it over and over again with a pencil and make, <laughs> make you feel better. Put it in the front of a dartboard. Start throwing darts at it. Yeah. Just like a stick figure going into a shopping cart bag, and me me with the other stick figure with an angry fist. <laughs> Get out of my bag. <laughs> For the website, you know. Keep it entertaining. For the website. Well, that was interesting. Seven minutes. All right, we got about 42 left. Minutes? We're at 37 22. Minutes. 22. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Math not good. <laughs> Me not do it good. Let's get into the news worth knowing. What do you say? Zugs up. Yeah. Uh, here's my notes. Attacked for not attacking Trump, SMH. And here's a quote that I heard in the military that I have to, have to mention. We salute the rank, not the man. So let's go to Tiger Woods. Quote, unquote, respect for respect the office statement about Trump is blasted by ESPN host Max Kellerman. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you heard the soundbite from Tiger Woods. But uh, uh, he was asked after the final round of the Northern Trust on Sunday about his relationship with Trump, and he urged people to respect the office of the president. This is a quote from him. He's the president of the United States. You have to respect the office. No matter who is in the office, you may like, dislike personally, or the politics, but we must respect the office, he said. Um, And Kellerman said on Monday's first take that his response – to the questions about Trump made him, quote, angry. Um, he said a thoughtless sta- it was a thoughtless statement dressed up as a thoughtful statement. What? Yeah, what a douche. Uh, he goes on and says, and it's either it either holds in contempt the intelligence of people who hear it or else it's just a stupid thing to say. <laughs> to say you must have respect for the office, Tiger, be clear. Are you saying that the office, therefore, confers respect onto its present temporary occupant? No, having respect for the office means principally, in my view, the office holder should have respect for the office, he said. That's what Tiger Woods said. No, that's what Kellerman said. <laughs> Old Maxie. Wow. Yeah. 
So the co-host continued, we are held to a standard behavior. We had our jobs right. People in our in their daily lives, the president, if anything, is held to a higher higher standard of behavior. It is not such that we have such a great respect for the office that no matter what the behavior of its occupant, we must respect the occupant because of the office. No, Tiger Woods is being slick. We must respect the office, therefore that confers respect to the occupant. Tiger, is that what you're saying? If that's what you're saying, that's a stupid comment. <laughs> no, you didn't like the fact of what he said, so now, therefore, you're downplaying what uh, Tiger Woods said because you didn't get what you wanted, you fucking millennial crybaby. In the, uh, I think the, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Um, if the, uh, if Tiger Woods' statement was a comment on Twitter, all right, this guy's comment about that is the biggest asshole troll mm-hmm. on that thread. Right. And that's all this I th- is. I think that the way that this guy is trying to discredit Tiger, I disagree with your opinion, so you're stupid. Right. That, you know what that does? That, that makes us think you, in fact, are, are the one that is stupid because your argument is not an argument. Mm-mm. You're just trying to discredit the person you argue with, which is a trademark manipulation tactic. That's <laughs> you don't win. Sorry, nope. you just make yourself seem like a jerk. It's just it's like I said, you know, you salute the rank, not the man. Um, and that's something that in the military is that, you know, you sometimes you're working you're you have a dickhead lieutenant, you have a dickhead commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens. But at all times, you need to respect them as an officer or else I can fuck your world up. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm not just talking like physically. I'm talking about like legally and how you live the rest of your life. So there's not, trust me, you, you need that honorable discharge if you're stupid enough to join the military like I did. Mm. Do everything you can to get that honorable discharge. Then when you're out, you can have your own podcast and say, you guys are fucked up for this bullshit. Just because that guy went to college, I have to salute him. We salute the rank, not the man. Right. You know, I don't care if Trump went to college. I don't care how much money he has. All right. I don't want to salute him. I don't have to salute him. I'm not in the military anymore, but he is the president of the United States. Tiger Woods doesn't have to salute him, but he is the president of the United States. Right. If If Tiger Woods came out and said, if I just wish that Trump had as much respect for the office. As I do. That would have been a very tactful thing, but, you know, he's an athlete. And right. yes, at, smarter athletes of smarter sports like golf, you know, they get asked more complicated questions. Right. Yeah. You ask, like, a football player, is like, what do you think about, have you played golf with with uh, with President Trump? What do you think about him? Uh, well, you know, you want to play good, and you hope you play good. We and I out, think we played pretty good tonight. And we went out there and we left it all on the field, or all on the course in this well, case. You know, well, there's no I in team, and, uh, you know, we just want to play good, you know. Play good. <laughs> I love I love uh, when people ask complicated questions of sports heroes and stuff like that. It's like, huh? Football. San Dimas High School football. It's another Bill and Ted Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I wonder what EK thinks about this. Is like guy getting attacked for not attacking Trump. Recently at a anti-Trump rally. Okay. A man was beaten bloody for waving a fascist symbol. The American flag. The American flag. Right. I think that's all I need to say. People are confused. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Very, very confused. You want to go on to the next story? Please do. <laughs> uh, Viking Cruises bans children. Says clients want a kid-free vacations. Or the swingers' orgies. Yep. Okay. Those looking to take family fun to the high seas can no longer look to Viking River Cruises. As the line has quietly announced that individuals under age 18 will no longer be permitted aboard future trips. On August 27th, Orlando Weekly reported that the Basel, Switzerland headquartered Viking Cruises. Wow, that's a ponderous series of words. Uh, adjusted their river cruise policy to mirror that of Viking Ocean Cruise Line, which has an adults-only policy since debuting in 2015. Cruise Line's new stream streamline age policy is one of the strictest in the industry, according to the outlet. According to Viking's new terms and conditions page, for all trips booked on both lines after August 1st, 2018, passengers must be 18 to embark upon their scheduled voyage. Um... Uh, Booked on behalf of those under age 18 through 2019, ahead of August 1st. So, I mean, you have to be by the time, you have to be 18 by the time you get on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) As noted by Travel Weekly, Viking River Cruises, minimum passenger age was 12 years old before uh, this new ruling. The Cruise Line Senior Vice President of Marketing, Richard Marnell, told the outlet uh, that the the rollout makes sense as Viking's travel experience is geared towards those over 50. Geriatric swinger party. I can understand not wanting kids around. Excuse me, kids around for that. Oh, jeez, Rick. Sorry, Morty. It just happens sometimes. You know, you can't really help it. Oh, jeez, Rick. So, what do you think? Is like, would you want to go on a Viking cruise with a bunch of fifty-year-olds? A bunch of fifty-year-olds in the hot tub. I'll pass. Hey, young guy, come on over here. Come on over here. We need somebody who can get it up naturally. I want to go on a zombie cruise. They have those? Yeah. Where, like, it's the the, the cruise ship is a zombie survival experience and all, like, the... Uh... And so we got to role play the whole time? I mean, that's kind of, like, the fun of it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like I want to do that. You see, there's a potential problem there. And that potential problem is getting punched in the face. Yeah. Dude, you're going in knowing. You're going in knowing that it's a fake thing. And no one ever breaks character. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. People get punched at haunted houses, JC's haunted houses all the time. Exactly. And also, let's face it. I am not a violent person in any way, shape, or form. But if something uh, gives me a jump scare because I'm I'm not expecting it, sometimes if it's that close, fight or flight kicks in and I'm swinging. I just can't help myself. Boom. Uh, and if the same thing could happen to me, you're just, somebody thinks I'm a zombie, boom, I just got punched in the face. I paid money for this? Yeah, I don't want to play that game. No. Yeah, I don't want to play that game. So I'm going to move on to the next story for revenge sake. Walker, Walker Stalker Cruise. Okay. Uh, with Norman Reedus. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Love Jean Boondock Saints. Um, Dine and Dash Dater faces 10 felony counts. For allegedly skipping out on dates before Bill. Dining and dashing dater. Yeah. A California man is facing 10 felony counts for allegedly sneaking out on dates just before the waiter brings the checks. Authorities said on Monday. Paul Guadalupe Gonzalez, 45, set up dates across Southern California 
and would enjoy the meals before he'd disappear, the L.A. County District Attorney said, according to a news release. Quote, eight women purportedly ended up paying the bill themselves, one on the belief that the defendant was going to pay her back, while other two instances, the, the restaurants picked up the check. <laughs> That's what the prosecutor said in the statement. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he ordered salad with shrimp and filet mignon, fl- filet mignon, and yes, he went all out. All, <laughs> all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my phone's dying. I'm waiting for the call from my mom or my aunt, about my aunt. I got to go to my car to get my charger. <laughs> And then he doesn't come back. And the girl was stuck with a $130 bill. Jeez. And all those ladies thought they were on legitimate dates. They had their hearts broken. Yeah. Well, you know what? Just goes to show you. You got to screen them. You know what? There's a better lesson here. Stay off plenty of fish. Yeah. Florida restaurant no longer allows Monkey Mondays. This is just one for my homies. Mm-hmm. After a monkey bit an eight-year-old boy, Florida restaurant no, no longer allows monkey Mondays. All right. Carabas Italian Grill in Stewart, Florida, started the exotic pet-friendly tradition when a local couple would bring their two monkeys to the restaurant to eat on the patio. The wait staff uh, started calling the weekly practice Monkey Mondays. However, those days are over after a nine-month-old uh, capuchin named Jojo bit an eight-year-old boy on the finger. Capuchin bit my finger. <laughs> uh, his name was Jackson. He was taken to the hospital, but it was released after the doctors cleaned his wound. Miami Herald reported that before the monkey bit Jackson, the couple warned Jackson's father that JoJo was being, quote, being hyper, and he should be careful. A couple who owned four other monkeys, in addition to JoJo, were cited by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission for not having up-to-date rabies vaccines for JoJo. Uh-oh. And for owning an exotic pet, that bit someone. Don't put it on JoJo. Yeah. Since the incident, Carabas has changed its policy, allowed only service dogs and ponies on the patio. There's a service pony? I guess. I guess. All right. We got an, uh, we got about nine minutes left, and I definitely want to get to this Bridezilla story. But I'm going to go to this man jumps fence at LAX and does push-ups on the runway. Please say. Man was taken into custody at Los Angeles International Airport Monday after he jumped a fence, ran onto a runway, and did push-ups, according to police. The man, who has not yet been identified, was spotted by an airport police officer just after 1.30 p.m. local time, as a spokesman for the Los Angeles Airport Police confirmed to Fox News. He was taken into custody within two two minutes after being spotted on the runway. Police said the airfield... The man traveled to, as well as nearby aircraft, underwent a security sweep, and the airfield was closed for roughly 20 minutes. The man is being held by authorities as they investigate the meth of the situation. The situation, sorry. The meth? Yes. I love that you just sprinkled that in there. (laughs) Sprinkled the meth. The rest rest of the situation, sorry. Sorry. I I wish that every crime was like this one. I just want to break in there and do push-ups on the runway. I got to get my reps in. <laughs> or this new trend of uh, workout routines is like getting, doing like eight count bodybuilders on top of like LAX. There's these people, like planking or something like that. Get video of me doing 10 push-ups on, on the runway at LAX. And this guy goes around at all these different airports breaking in and doing push-ups. Like, Here I am at O'Hare. Here I am at O'Hare. 
LaGuardia, bitches. LaGuardia. Push-ups. That could be interesting. It's not as stupid as, like, walking into a, say, police headquarters with mask, body armor, and assault weapons. Yeah. All perfectly legal to do, except wearing a mask. Anyway, I saw this video about these jackasses who walked into a police station holding, like, legal rifles. Mm-hmm. And wondering why the cops, oh, why'd they react that way? Because you're a dipshit. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. And somehow I don't think it's legal to carry firearms into a police station unless you are a police it's, officer. It's probably not a good idea. All right, uh, let's go to the Bridezilla story. I think we can cover at least seven minutes on this. Bride cancels wedding, breaks up with fiance after friends and family refuse to pay for $60,000 in nuptials. Um, what? I want specifically, what? she wanted $1,500 per guest to attend the wedding. I read this article. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Bridezilla. What? She wanted $1,500. We could talk about the math here in this article if you want. She Her guest to... for she... wedding. And also, this is a destination wedding. Yeah. That it's also assumed that you would pay your own way for the destination. So she wanted to gain $1,500 per guest? Hold on. Let me read the story so we can catch everybody up. Please do. Okay. I was just focused on that fifteen. Yeah. Uh, a woman's long-winded tirade is uh, blaming her friends and family for canceling her dream $60,000 wedding has gone viral on social media. The bizarre story has received a massive response after being shared on Facebook and Reddit by a woman identified as the bride's cousin. The Facebook post starts with, It comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of the wedding. I apologize for canceling it only four days beforehand. The bride, identified as Susan, then reveals that she and her fiancé had broken up, quote, due to some recent irreparable problems, like we can't fucking afford it, and I don't, I didn't get my way, so <laughs> before going on to blame her friends and family for ruining my marriage and life. And life. Yeah. And the life. Yeah. The woman explained that the couple met at 14 and worked together on the family's farm, and then they went to community college and worked to become financially stable, quote unquote. Uh, we managed to save up nearly $15,000 for a wedding. That sounds like plenty. I, shit. I, uh, my second wedding didn't cost anywhere near that. Yeah. Uh, since our love was like a fairy tale, this is her going on another quote from, you know, uh, we wanted to an extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be included, the woman wrote. We started touring venues and we're torn between two. A local psychic told us to go with the more expensive option, and we thought, why the hell not? The bride, the bride went on to say that her foul, during her foul mouth rant, that all the couple needed for their sixty grand wedding was a little push. Quote, our dream wedding amounts to $60,000, uh, all included with fright, uh, flights to Aruba. All we asked was a little help from our friends and family to make it happen. The 17-paragraph outburst, that's impressive as a man who rants on the internet, uh, said the pair specifically asked for cash gifts from the guests. Quote, how could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? We'd sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500, as E.K. mentioned. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. The bride also explained, she, quote, made it clear if you can't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. Oh. It's the a once-and-a-lifetime party. That explains why the SIC was in brackets. Okay. 
Uh, much to the bride's dismay, she and her fiance quickly discovered the people were not willing to pay fifteen hundred to attend her prissy prissy ass wedding. Um, so we sent our SVPs, and only eight people replied and sent us the check. We are fucking livid. How are we supposed to? How's how is this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? She wrote. Desperately, we I'm I'm changing my voice to get into her, get into her head. Desperately, we reset re, reset. Resent our invites and ask people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is a thousand dollars? What is fifteen hundred? Clearly, not a lot. She continued. That's pronounced Sarsley. 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 People. We also set up a GoFundMe, and that's only got us two hundred fifty dollars. At this point, we're exhausted and tired. The bride said her now ex suggested they get married in Vegas to save on costs, but she, quote, laughed in his face. She laughed in his face at that. Just like that. I love the, I love that his response was, well, let's just fucking go I, get married in Vegas. I, I don't care about that. I think this dude dodged wedding. a bullet, man. Yeah. I was just yeah. about to say yeah. that. I think he, he saw her meltdown and was like, yeah. if I say the most perfectly wrong response, I'm out. I'm yeah, maybe, I'm, I'm, I'm free, free and clear. clear. Yeah. Finally, you know, that one little bit, he saw that rant and it just kind of woke him up. It's like, what the I, fuck am I about to get into? Exactly. Um, is that another quote from her? Uh, he wanted those cheap, raggedy, filth, whore-like weddings in Vegas. Am I some hooch piece of fucking trash, a hooker? The conceit on this woman. My ex left the room and didn't even apologize for his horrid suggestion. The... The enraged woman wrote that she took out her frustrations on her maid of honor who had promised her $5,000 before backing out. How could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars then deny me my promised money and then tell me to shit, shift down my budget? She knows my fucking dream was a blowout wedding. It's just I just wanted to be a Kardashian for one day and then live my life like a normal. And there's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I called her filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse for a friend and hung up. Bride ended her rage by restating that she wanted her friends to pay for her dream wedding. Did you did, did you get to the part about her backpacking across Europe yet? No, I haven't heard okay, nothing oh, about oh, that. Okay, okay, we'll get there. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, so... All right. She plans to spend the next few months getting her head right and, and, and traveling overseas. She expects everybody else She has an infant child. Oh, God. Well, let me guess. The $1,500 that those eight people sent her, instead of returning that, which they paid for this once-and-a-lifetime party that they're not going to get, she's like, no, fuck that. I lost my wedding. You guys ain't getting your money back. I'm backtracking across Europe with an infant. I hope that he gets the child. Yes, please. I hope that he keeps the kid. I really do. Uh, yeah, I took a shower before the show that, started. That, that I feel like I need another yeah. one after hearing this story. Good God. Listen, I mean, uh, I know I know women joke about bridezillas. Right? And I understand there's a little bit of fastidiousness mm -hmm. when it comes to women and their weddings. I get it. Some is to be expected. Right. But this woman is out of her fucking mind. Yeah. I mean, if you seriously think that you want to quote unquote live as a Kardashian for one day and you think you're entitled to that. Right. I mean, shit costs money, you know, and 
spending money to release doves when you walk out of a door is fucking a waste of money. Yes. All right? An expensive photographer is a waste of money. You know, a limo is a fucking waste of money. I mean, listen, I'm like the guy who says, let's just go to Vegas and do it. Right. All right? And it's not because I think that she's a whore. It's just that weddings like that, where it everything needs to be the right way, or I'm going to take my ball and go home. Right. <laughs> like a fucking child. Mm-hmm. You know, what a headache. If it's truly about love and it's not about entertaining the princess to make her feel like she's a fucking princess, it's about a celebration of love. It's not about uh, Miss Miss Pris gets her special day. Right. And it's paid for by everyone else. Yeah, and you know, uh, stop and think about this there for a minute, woman. I know you're not going to, but that $1,500 you were asking for all those people for, they had to work for that money. Mm-hmm. Why can't you work for the money to pay for your own wedding? And she feels entitled to their money. And you got the $15,000. You can hold back a couple more years until you get the $60,000. That way you can have your dream wedding. And you can tell everyone else to go suck an egg. I did it on my own. And whatever they feel like giving you to, uh, giving you as a gift. You know, since it's a destination wedding, that should be the gift. Traveling to wherever your wedding is, that should be the gift alone. All but right. if they give you something, yeah, that's icing on the cake. Yeah, icing on the Grow cake. Grow the fuck up. Well, I'm glad I wasn't the only one triggered by that story. That's why I saved it for the end. So uh, we're about two minutes over, so I guess we're going to have to call it. I'm sure, I'm sure Nick's, Nick's outside. outside. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Nick's outside. I was like, let's take it so long. So um, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie, and I'm wishing you peace and love, and not the love that that woman was wanting. 